This is Stretch Four. We're the Bulls Outcast. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John. We got Carlos hanging out with us right now. You can always join too if you want. Press that hot mic button for a small donation to us, the hosts, and you can be where Carlos' face is right now. Right there. Um, as as Carlos just said, guys, that that is a brutal, brutal loss in a game that would have been a great win in so many ways. You could get yourself back to 500. 500 midseason. We haven't seen that in four years. Yes. You could keep yourself firmly in that playoff spot in the East. You could beat a quality Western Conference opponent. This would have been their best win of the season. But 32 to 16 in the fourth quarter, 10 fourth quarter turnovers. Once again, just like they did against the Timberwolves, they gave up 20 plus points to their opponent off of a 19 turnover total tonight. And that's the difference. You can get away with that against a team like Minnesota, but Big Dave, you turn the ball over 19 times to this Suns team, especially half of those in the fourth quarter, you're not winning that game. No, you're not. I, I don't I don't care how good Luke Cornett plays. I don't care how now you set Aransky look going five for five. When you when you're doing stuff like that, you're gonna lose the game. And what's tough is like that 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 sword is kind of still hanging over the head, you know, of the Bulls because Zach Levine has still never won four games in a row in his NBA career. Like it still has not happened, and I just really want that to happen because for me to do that is how the Bulls kind of move forward, and he kind of moves forward, you know, as an elite player. Because that, for me, right now, when you say stuff like that, you just sound like a losing basketball player, which he's not, not at all. But his record reflects it. And I just wanted him to get that fourth win, man, to get that, you know, get off the schneid, as they say. But, man, it was tough. It was tough all the way around. Uh, even though Zach had 24 and Kobe White had 19, 5 and 4, just tough night. Too many turnovers. That fourth quarter was just brutal. I believe they had, what, 10 points, 12 points in that fourth quarter, something like that. But 16, but still. Six, ended up with 16? Man. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. But, but I mean, they gave up 32, so still yeah. not great. <laughs> Those last six came probably like two minutes ago, well, two minutes ago or something. But yeah, it it was tough. I mean, when you start, you only had two starters that were in double figures. Uh, Patrick Williams didn't have a great night. Wendell Carter Jr. Oh my goodness, mm. did not have a great night. <laughs> you let John talk about Wendell. <laughs> yeah, you never hey, night, yeah. watching Wendell Carter. I don't know. I don't know if he's good or bad. I don't enjoy watching him play basketball. And he was, I mean, he, what'd you say? More fouls he had, he and turnovers. He had four turnovers and three fouls and only two points. That's not Not that's even not combined, ideal. you're saying. Both were more than points. Separate. Correct. Yeah. Yes. That is atrocious. <laughs> that's atrocious. That's terrible. And it's against Aiden, a fine center. This ain't against Embiid. This isn't Jokic. This is a guy right. who, who's fine. But, I mean, I I think Aiton is better than fine. And then the other thing, John, is, like, again, the size. You bring up Wendell's size all the time. And it's like, you know, I I was surprised to see Aiton's only listed at 6'11". That dude's got to be 7'2". Like, like, what the hell? He just – he makes – Wendell looks so small, like so many centers in the league do, John. I agree. And I think that's what – when I say he's a fine center, because of Wendell's size, if you are remotely – like if you have size on him you're all world like yeah and i think that's what stinks because it's like you you got to do something you got to contribute somehow and five like how many rebounds did kobe have um Uh, five yeah so so when your point when your point guard 
smallest guy on the court has the same amount of rebounds. I mean, what are you doing? Like, I like, like, what are you doing? And so, like, I think he, he should get people's ire tonight. Like, mm. what did you do for us? Nothing. Carlos, what do you think, man? Uh, obviously a tough night for Wendell, but uh, where, where do you fall on the whole Wendell debate among the fan base right now? Uh, I generally lean towards trading him. I mean, I, I, I remember the comps, Al Horford coming out. Al was doing more than this coming out of Florida. Uh, I mean, the size is always glaring. He doesn't – I think one of the knocks – I guess he was a jack-of-all-trades coming out, but it's what does he do well is always my concern with him. He's not a great shot blocker. He's not a great rebounder. I'm still waiting to see on whether or not he's the great passer out of the position that everyone says. Right. I mean, there's just still too many question marks with him. And uh, late in this game, before the Bulls had officially coughed it up, there was that key possession where Wendell had that opportunity, and we all said, oh, my God, he just missed a wide-open backdoor-cutting Thad Young. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Bulls get that bucket. They stay in it. They find a way to get back on the right track and 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 grind this game out. It's um it's tough it. to see. And uh the other issue that I've always had with JR, I know it bugs you too, John. Um J uh JR saying Wendell can't catch a pass. Mm. I nicknamed Fumbelina. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that I mean the trademark that. That is so good. Oh man. <laughs> oh. That's Chris, a good one. Chris said trade him for a physical big, which is what they desperately need. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think it's clear to me at this point that a Wendell Lowry front court, not not the future of this team. Mm. I mean, no. both of them have injury issues. None of them are exactly. the future. We we talked on Wednesday about how Lowry we all just like forgot about him over the last couple of weeks, and you can get away with certain undersized centers and small ball lineups if the guys on the floor are giving you something. But when Wendell's undersized and has nights like tonight where he has more turnovers and fouls than points, then the undersized part just is like, okay, well then you're you're what are you doing for us? See, and that's why I continue to say I think he's playing out of position. Like when we saw that game, I can't what well, who was the team we just recently played where I was like, man, he's got to have 20 and 10 that game. Uh, and he, uh, Houston. That team Houston, that has yeah. nobody over six foot six. Correct. And I was like, oh, this should be easy 20 and 10. I believe he ended up with 18 and 13. Yep. Well, I was like, that's nice. But, you know, this should be an easy 20 and 10 for you. That kind of game should be simple. Like, P.J. Tucker is guarding you. These should be easy points for you. And when I always start to really hone in and look at him and with, you know, kind of a, a judgmental eye when I'm judging his game is when he goes up against guys like Aiton, when he goes up against guys like Embiid and guys like uh, Davis. Like, I don't expect them to play better than those guys. You know, they're better. They're all-stars. They're, they're better than you, except for Aiden, but they're all-stars. But I want to see how, you know, you respond and, you know, how you look. And he came out against Embiid and looked good in that first quarter. He looked good. And then we didn't hear from him for the, for the next three quarters. Thank we you. Didn't, we didn't really hear from him at all. He disappeared. And, I mean, he just – and, of course, you know, Embiid dropped 50, for goodness sake. So – it's it's tough, man, because I want to, I want him to be good because they are comfortable with him at that position, and we know the skill set, and we see all that. But 
like you said, Carlos, man, you know, jack of all trade, but master of none, man. We we got to see what he does well, and we we just don't know yet because he's short. Ooh, well, as we're all talking about this Bulls team needing a different solution uh, for a big, here's an interesting hypothetical, guys, from Boylan's Burner in the comments. <laughs> um, is it time to make a call to Boogie Cousins? No. Officially cleared waivers. No. Um, I, I would guess that Boogie, if he wants to find his way onto an, another roster this season, wants to go to a contender. I would say that the Bulls right now are getting better, not a contender. Um, if for whatever reason he were interested, though, all three of you guys, I want to hear your thoughts on Boogie. Uh, John, we'll start with Yeah. Is, is that the face you're making? Or? I, I'd say absolutely. And I'm sh- I'm curious why we would say no. He'd, all, he'd be our best center. He'd like he'd be the he'd be our best center. He can play. He's a good basketball player. So, I, so you 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 believe he's got an, enough juice left in the tank? Yes. To be a an impact player, a winning player. He had like uh, he had like thirty points against us this year. Carlos, what about you? Um, I mean, he brings an out. I mean, he brings the element of you know, toughness. He has. He can theoretically shoot the three point shot. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I. My lasting image of him is him kind of hobbling through the Lakers postseason run. We're playing Dave? Cornette like 25 minutes. <laughs> I agree with you, John. Only, only 12 minutes, John. It feels like 25. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I hit that point. My thing is when you got a big dude coming off a injury like he had, it's, it's, it's just never going to be the same. But he's not and hurt. Is he hurt now, though? He's not the same. That's kind of the reason he was released. It, like he's just—he's not the same guy. I believe he's averaging like nine points a game no. if, if, when they when they released him. I think he was averaging like nine. Well, that's like Wendell. I mean, <laughs> and he's not known—he's not known as this defensive center. Like if you're getting him in there, you're getting a guy, you know, what I'm saying for his size and you know a guy who can play defense and maybe score a little bit, right? But he's not known as that defensive guy. And honestly, there might be some chemistry issues. Having him on the squad with the team, to be honest with you, like I don't, I don't know how he mesh with these guys. To be well, honest, that's fair. I mean, I don't think we need Patrick him. Said, I don't know, like he's not gonna uh, come here. Yeah, it's not a skill. Like we know, like I'm not arguing if who's a better player. <laughs> like that's 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 not the. But would you player. rather I'll watch be, him in these minutes instead of Cornet? Dude, I'd rather watch you in these I mean, minutes instead of Cornet. Really I'm better without the ball. Like, like come on, man. Uh, that I don't know. I don't know if I. I think I'd still probably take the guy who's seven two over John. Um, Patrick said yeah. it's getting to the point where we need anyone who's just big enough. Yeah. Um, Boogie's certainly big. Pat said Wendell isn't even good at defense. Even Robin Lopez had a more positive effect. Well, well, the argument I'm, is I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pump the brakes on you on that Patrick comment. Just a little. I mean, it's his size. We all love Rolo, but it's his size. Like, it's his size. Ahead, like you can be the best six nine center in the world, and you're not yeah. seven feet. Yeah, and Pat said Wendell can't even box out. That is something that Rolo is a king. He, of. Can, he can only box out, Rolo. Rolo can right. only box out <laughs> and drink tea. Uh, seat up saying cousins can't run anymore, and the this young bull team does love to play pretty fast, you guys. Yeah, that's I, that's my issue with it's, it's just that honestly, it's he just it's not going to be the same when he came back from that injury, man. Like, 
If you're telling me he was still giving you like 14 and nine or something, and all right, yeah, is, I, I'll give it a word. So is he, but is he better is than Cornette and is he better than Gafford? That, like, we have a better than Cornette like, and he's better and he's better than Gafford. Our yes. bench in the league is really good because of two players, right? Like, that and Sabah. Yeah, they're single handedly making us top three in the bench. And, and everyone else, it's a deep, deep drop off. Steve, I should say, drop off mm-hmm. after that, right? And I feel like that's just one less thing to worry about. That's all. That's the reason I take them. Josh said, "Bam Adebayo." Dot dot dot. Is are you just suggesting the Bulls just go get him? No, he's saying that he's he's six nine. Yeah, nine center. Yeah, but he's also he's also. Y'all, I keep saying it a million times. If you're going to be a six nine center, you got to be special. Bam is special, right? Ben Wallace was special. I keep telling you this. Listen, if you're doing that, you got to be special. That's all. Bam is special. When and that's the difference. Wendell and Luca are the same height. Like, <laughs> like that's insane. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it, it's crazy to think about the fact that you know, yes, we saw some cornet minutes tonight earlier this season. We were seeing Gafford backups. Gafford started for a while when Wendell was down, but Thad Young has been our best center, mm-hmm. and like. And he and Wendell are comparable in size. So, yes, sure. one of them is a 14-year vet who knows the ins and outs of, you know, all the, you know, the old guy tricks in this league. But what does it say if, you know, the, the journeyman vet who's the same size as the kid you drafted as a seventh overall pick to be your franchise's starting center for years to come are equivalently effective in that role but actually that's better in that role. Says you're not doing your job. <laughs> like it's what it says. Like that is six eight. Like I don't he's not the same size. He's shorter. Like he's six foot eight. But he, he knows the game. Like you said, that was 14 years. He knows how to use his size. He's got that little teardrop shot that he does. He great at passing and finding guys. You know, it's awesome. Like he does a really awesome job. But man, dude, he's 14 years. Like he's been in the league for a long time. And I want Wendell to kind of, you know, watch him and kind of learn from him these kind of things. Cause everything I'm saying are the skills that we think Wendell Carter Jr. has. Like, or at least people keep telling me, yeah, especially with passing and things like that. But man, dude, being able to catch the basketball is important. And being able to find the open man when he's right in your face is important. Like, that's not harping on, you know, him or like anything like that. Like, that's just fact. Like we just watch him turn the ball over and not catch the ball. And uh, it's, it's, it gets frustrating, man. It gets frustrating. Cause it's so up and down like that with him, man. And well, I'll just, I'll give me something steady. Give me, give me, give me this, man. Like, give me that. <laughs> but, uh. Um, Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about Zach's night. I know big Dave, you mentioned his stat line, you know, kind of underwhelming for, for Zach tonight. What did he finish with? 24. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was remarking as to – I thought it was a little odd how late into the fourth quarter he came back in. I don't know if he needed that rest. He did look just a little a little tired tonight, a little off tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it was it was the turnovers thing in the fourth quarter. Again, they mm. threw their ugly head. That's always been an issue with Zach. He had five turnovers tonight. He had seven turnovers against Minnesota and like like I said at the top, you you can get away with that against the you know the crapper wolves, but you can't get away with that against this quality <laughs> Phoenix Suns team. I I just you know some nights I just like feel frustrated that Zach doesn't have enough around him, and I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that AK and Eversley will put more around him. 
Patrick has an interesting comment about Zach, though. I wonder if you guys have any thoughts on this. Um, I have one nitpick of Zach. He has to stop complaining every time he's getting to the rim. He's getting scored on from the counter. He gave up a ton of points not getting back. That's fair. Is that fair? Fair criticism. I don't know. If I don't. I, I'm. Not, I don't. Yeah. Complaining. I complaining never bothers me in sports. It just never bothers me. I don't know why. Like it just feels like it's a part of the art. Like, it, are you saying it's because your boy Luca has gotten called no, out? No. Season? <laughs> I mean, I grew up watching Dirk, who like never complained. Like you know, and but it's, but we're talking Luca. He's it's a, he's a European soccer star. It's the culture. Uh but. It just doesn't bother me. Like it just doesn't bother me. Like I don't know why. It feels like it's a part of it. But the getting back on D, I think that's a real thing, and I find that fair. That's fair. That part is fair. Him complaining doesn't nah. bother me because, dude, he didn't. He wasn't doing that stuff previously. Yeah. Like he just really, honestly, this year ramped it up a little bit more. And I think that's honestly because of Billy Donovan, Donovan putting the battery in his back, telling him, "Yo, you're the man. You should be this. You should have this, 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 and this." And him being an all star. And wanting to get there, like that kind of ramped it up for him a little bit. But he's never been a dude that's been complaining. We've complained about it on previous shows, like a couple years back. When we were doing outsiders, like man, we wish Zach yelled more. We wish Zach, you know, spoke more and complained a little more to the refs. Maybe he would get more calls. And then he started doing it, and and you're still like, well, I don't know. I think you're doing it too much. Like, come on, man. Like, let go ahead, Zach. Complain, and he was right. On a few of those, he wasn't right on that on that foul he had when he stripped the ball away. He tried to call for you know the replay, but he was right on a couple of those fouls, man. He was getting punched in the face. Dude, be having bleeding neck wounds. Yo, these were like, 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 like Wendell was all right, all right. That was like concussion protocol for a second. <laughs> right, Kobe White was down. We thought he had a super knee injury. Like, come on, man. Uh, what what do you think, Carlos? Um. It, I don't know. I guess my perspective has always been it's always on TV. I can never really hear it. So it's. Oh, I love that. That me, makes so, so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's on TV. I can't tell. I don't know what they're saying. They could be saying, good no call, <laughs> ref. <laughs> yeah. Or he could be saying, like, the worst things in the right. book, you know. Side note is David I'm... Kaplan about to go fight Dick Tracy after this? Dude. <laughs> and man. That man has some bold choices. I mean, in his suit. he, I mean, he looks like a Batman villain. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, see, you can't, you can't wear, you can't. It, it's either the bald head or the loud suits. You get one or the other. You get one. <laughs> you get one. You can't get both. It's too much. Well, I don't necessarily think that the bald head thing was by choice. He shaves it. I mean. Yeah. Cap's been around Chicago media for a long time, man. He wasn't always bald. Let's oh, just say that. Okay. <laughs> he was not. It was true. He's like, like a workout bald swimmer guy. Like I, I got shave everything yeah. guy. Yeah, I, I think he's really just like steering into the whole, you know, like like you said, John, like like a, a comic book villain look. He totally bald looks, head. Yes, he totally loud to keep the change, you filthy animal. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys, before we get out of here, quick look ahead to Sunday, the Bulls' final game in the month of February, uh, taking on the Raptors, who have been up and down this season. Obviously, they are in a really tough spot where Canada was like, hey, USA, no, (laughs) no, you're not allowed to come here. (laughs) So So the Raptors got to play in, like, Tampa or whatever. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. They've been up and down, and they are right at uh, 17 and 17. 500 exactly, which in the East right now is good enough for the fourth seed. 
Um, some people thought like Fred Van Vliet was deserving of All Star because he's playing that well right now. I thought that that was a bit far fetched, but the Rockford kid, Fred Van Vliet, playing really, really well. And just like this Suns game, it'll be tough to beat those Raptors, Dave. Yeah, it's going to be real tough to beat them, man. I mean, we are talking about, you know, world champions. They were in the conference finals last year. I mean, they're good, okay? Like, they're good. They're well coached. They know how to play. And it's going to be tough out, man, because all these games matter now. That's the good That's the good and bad thing about what's going on with the Bulls is all these games really matter right now. Because when you put yourself in a position like, hey – we're in the playoffs. Hey, we're battling for a six seed. Hey, we're only separated by one game from like the fourth seed. Like all these games really truly matter, man. Because guys want to get into the playoffs. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully they play better and they play well. And I'm going to be watching Wendell Carter Jr. definitely more. And uh, you know they, they've been dealing with um, some some uh, out and then back in from Kyle Lowry this season, but he is in and back. Uh, he played a full 35 for them. Uh, in the Heat game, the uh, a close loss to the Heat the, the other night. But, man, Pascal Siakam. Mm. Speaking of Wendell having his hands full, I, like, who, who's going to guard Pascal? Because I'm Patrick, Patrick scared. Pete up. That will. Pete up. will. That's right. It'll be another great test for the rookie. Um, like, you know, Siakam a little bit underwhelming this season, maybe compared to expectations because he had such an amazing breakout. Um, last year and, and even like the year prior when the Raptors won it all. But that is uh, that is a tough team. It's a well-coached team. And mm-hmm. uh, the Bulls are, you know, going to be hard-pressed to try and get back. And We're well-coached well too, baby. We're well-coached We too. are well-coached. It's true. I'm about to rewind right. this Billy Donovan press conference when we wrap up right here. Um, That's right. Any, any other parting thoughts, gentlemen, about this Suns loss? This one hurt for a second. I don't know why. Because it was such a fourth-quarter collapse and we were in it the whole time. You, um, you wore orange, John. It's your fault. Oh, well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Against the Phoenix Suns, you wore orange. I, 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 I was trying to support women, Matt. No, oh, <laughs> and, and I would I'm say something, but instead, I'll did. listen. I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a professional, right there. And, and they were wearing those black uh, valley. Yeah, uh, I love those jerseys. Those, those, by, which, those those jerseys are dope. Valley boys made for Kelly Oubre, and then they traded him. <laughs> uh, Carlos, any final thought on the Bulls' loss to the Suns tonight? Uh, make the morning quick, I guess, and get ready to play Sunday because Toronto's going to be no joke. Indeed. Uh, let's yeah. do it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. We'll be back here 6 p.m. Central Time tip-off. Uh, Bulls and Raptors, we will be here at the start of the fourth quarter. Thanks to our pal Carlos for hanging out with us. Uh, as a reminder, if you ever miss these shows live on Hot Mike, you can always catch the Bowlon Bulls YouTube archive for all of these outcast episodes as well as the Bowlon Bulls podcast thread in podcast wow. form wherever you get your podcast subscribe to that shit because you know you want to <laughs> for john sabine and big dave watson matt peck saying thanks for hanging out with us the bulls outcasts we'll see you sunday peace <laughs>